drink some beer, and help deputies with field sobriety training. The Satanic Temple is dedicating the largest Satanic gathering in history to the Boston mayor, and a man is accused of chewing a passenger's face, claiming the victim was a robot. These are the weird stories for Tuesday on Weird AF News, the only daily weird news podcast recorded inside a closet in Los Angeles. I'm Jonesy, the host of Weird AF News. Thank you for joining me. I have three weird news segments from all around the country. Let's jump right into it. Deputies need some heavy drinkers to help them with field sobriety training. This is out of Missouri. The Jefferson County Sheriff's Office is looking for booze-drinking volunteers. Well, it depends. Are you going to provide the booze, County Sheriff's Office? Because I think some of us might show up if you're providing some free boozeology. We can help you with your field sobriety tests. Those of us who are good at drinking and then uh, very good at swaying afterward. <laughs> I'm really good at swaying after I drink and slurring. I've been known to slur a little bit with a very heavy Boston accent. They go, where's my car? You, any of you seen my car? You see how we got car? Where are my car keys? Anyone see my car keys? The article says it's not a joke. This is not a trick. Sheriff Dave says this is a way for his deputies to get some much-needed training. On Sunday afternoon, the Sheriff Dave put a call on the Facebook and Twitter page of the Sheriff's Department asking people in the area if they could just come to the station during this week at some point, partake in some alcoholic beverages. Deputies will even give the volunteers a ride home. Oh, this has been my dream. Deputies being my designated driver. Yeah, <laughs> you know, the, the police should drive you home if you're really wasted. You call them up. I mean, why not offer this service? Seems like some funds could be shuffled into an area like this. I mean, I live in a place where it's very dangerous to get behind the wheel when I've been drinking. You don't want me behind the wheel, and I, and I don't do that. In New York City, I could just take the subway home, but out here, sometimes I get stuck. If I could just call 911 and tell them I'm drunk, have someone come and get me, that'd be sweet. Anyways, I'm going on a tangent here. Okay, here's the catch. It says here, before the deputies give you a ride home, the alcoholic drinking volunteers must assist the deputies test their field sobriety training. Ah, so you're, you're going to be put to use, but it might be worth it for some free booze. Um, it doesn't say exactly what they'll be serving you. It could be some cheap stuff, though. I, I want the high-end stuff if, uh, if I'm coming in to help you guys with your training. No, don't, you, don't give me that Natty Ice stuff out of your trunk. No, I don't want that. Does Natty Ice still exist, or is that just something that <laughs> existed when I was in college? <laughs> Anyways, this is a call for some volunteers who are good at drinking. You know... You might be good at this, guys. You could help out the local police department if you're in Missouri. Why not? Your whole life, no one's asked you to help them with your drinking ability, right? Yeah, there's, they don't give out awards for the best drinker of the year. No. Now's the time where you get to, finally, I'm being recognized for something I'm good at. You know, guys, you got you to gotta put your best foot forward. And if you're really good at something, you know, sometimes you got to give back, yeah? And I'm the best drinking drinking driver I know, really. You know, I mean, other than Ed. Ed. Ed was very good, but 
Ed is dead, so it's just it's just me. I'm really good. I got eight DUIs, so I I'm gonna need a ride to the sobriety training. In addition to the ride home, it says here the training sessions will be conducted Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday afternoon. After the field sobriety check, volunteers will take a breathalyzer test to determine their level of intoxication. So I suppose they're going to run you through the sobriety checks, you know, say the alphabet backwards. That's always one of them. And I find that to be difficult even when I'm sober. I don't know why they're doing this. And then, of course, there's the standing on one leg, touch your nose kind of thing. This takes, like, coordination. Yeah, I know people who can't do this straight sober. They can't do such things. I think an easier sobriety check is you show, you show photos of citizens, and then you ask the drunk person if they would make out with these people, you know, and <laughs> you can tell if they're like, yeah, yeah that one's looking good, <laughs> but it's not looking good. You're like, okay, sir, I think you're at a high level of intoxication. It says here at the end of the article, volunteers cannot have any alcohol related arrests or pending criminal cases. Oh, I mean, this is going to eliminate a lot of people, I think, but who knows? There might be a lot of you out there who have no prior alcohol related arrests. Maybe you just got laid off from your job and you have nothing going on. This Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday afternoon, she's going to get some free booze and, well, meet the local police. I mean, if you help them out in this way, that's probably a free pass on your first DUI pullover, right? Anyone? The Satanic Temple is having the largest satanic gathering in history dedicated to the mayor of Boston. It's a story out of my hometown. Let's uh, swing with a little Boston accent here and there. I'll just sprinkle it in because I know you guys love it. But then I also worry that you don't understand what I'm saying because the Boston accent can be somewhat unintelligible, I admit. So the Satanic Temple is dedicating the largest satanic gathering in history to Democratic Boston Mayor Michelle Wu after the group wasn't allowed to deliver a satanic invocation at Boston City Hall earlier. SatanCon, they're calling it SatanCon 2023, will take place in downtown Boston from April 28th to the 30th. Oh, that's right around near my birthday. Registered guests are required to wear masks and show proof of COVID vaccination, according to the organization. So, so you know, the Satanic Temple is very, very strict about health. You got to wear a mask. It says you must wear an N95 or a KN95 or a disposable surgical mask. That's what it says on the temple's website. Gators. Bandanas and cloth masks will not be allowed. Wow, they're really going into the mask situation. Now, the theme of the gathering and celebration of the Satanic Temple's 10-year anniversary is Hexanacht in Boston. This is German for Witch's Night, which marks the ancient pagan holiday of May Eve. The night was later changed to Walpurgisnacht to commemorate Walpurga, who is a Christian saint who evangelized Germany and was said to have exorcised the demons from the sick. This is all so confusing. But basically, they're going to be gathering. They're going to include a panel discussion, some entertainment. I'd love to see that. Satanic rituals. That must be fun. Oh, a satanic wedding is going to take place, and they're going to have a satanic marketplace. Oh, I'd be all over that marketplace, buy some cool stuff for my apartment. <laughs> my apartment. Now, the Satanic Temple claims they're dedicating the event to Maya Wu for her, quote, unconstitutional efforts to keep the satanic temple out of Boston's public spaces. The group filed a lawsuit against the city after multiple requests to deliver a satanic invocation before a city council meeting were denied. The group also filed a request to raise a flag at Boston City Hall to commemorate 
Satan Appreciation Week. This was in July 2021, but the city of Boston announced that it was no longer accepting applications to raise flags at the building. In a similar move, the Satanic Temple dedicated its 2022 conference in Scottsdale, Arizona, to former Republican Mayor Jim Lane and Susan Clapp, who also denied a request to invoke Satan at a city council meeting. I love how they're just asking everybody to invoke Satan. <laughs> I went to their website. They don't actually worship Satan. Um, I'm going to read you what, what they stand for. It says here right off the website, thesatanictemple.com, the mission of the Satanic Temple is to encourage benevolence and empathy, reject tyrannical authority, advocate practical common sense, oppose injustices, and undertake noble pursuits. I mean, I agree with all of these. This, if this is their dogma, it's a pretty good dogma. They sound like the, the, the libertarians of uh, religion here. Now, some of the things they've tried to do, they've publicly confronted hate groups. Okay, we don't like hate groups. They fought for the abolition of corporal punishment in public schools. That's pretty cool. We don't like that. They applied for equal representation when religious installations are placed on public property. They provided religious exemption and legal protection against laws that unscientifically restrict people's reproductive autonomy, a.k.a. Uh, what abortion and uh, reproductive rights. We, we support that. Uh, they've exposed harmful pseudoscientific practitioners in mental health care, organized clubs alongside other religious after-school clubs and schools besieged by proselytizing organizations, and they engage in other advocacy in accordance with other tenets. And then on their website, they have seven fundamental tenets. We don't need to go into all that, but basically, they're not what you think they are. Everyone's like, oh my, they worship Satan. No, they don't worship Satan. They worship like freedoms, really, at the base of it, which I, I also advocate for freedoms in, in all forms. I've said it on this show many, many times. And my guess is all of these efforts to get involved in local politics and raise your flag in front of city hall and do a, you know, some hold an event or whatever. It's, it's just for PR purposes, I'd say, for the most part. They want to bring some awareness to what they're trying to do here. You can't blame them. This is what people do. They do all kinds of stunts to get PR. Look at those people who are just... They tie themselves to a sculpture in the middle of an art museum just to raise awareness about the planet. You know, this kind of crazy stuff goes on all the time. So but this is similar to that, but a little more serious, it would seem to me. The article wraps up by saying the TST denies belief in a personal devil, claiming its mission is to encourage benevolence and empathy among all people to love everybody. Eh? Just like Jesus, right? Love everybody. Eh? Now, if you're curious and you're in the area, you can visit the Satanic Temple. They even have an art gallery available as well. you got to get tickets for it. But it's in Salem, Mass. I remember exactly this spot. This, this building really stands out in Salem. I recall driving past it many, many times. I was very curiously looking at it like, oh, I wonder what's going on in there, you know? I think the neighbors are displeased that it exists there. But if you happen to be in the Salem area, which is a very cool city, if you're ever in Boston, I can't recommend visiting Salem enough. It's got a ton of history. It's uh, very creepy. It's got creep vibes. Love that. Slightly scary. Some people say very haunted, which is also fun. And it's right on the water. It's right on the ocean. It's unbelievable. They got a harbor and all that. <laughs> Any other AI words I can come up with? Yay! Mom. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. A man attacked a passenger, chewed his face, claiming he was a robot. This took place in Gresham, Oregon. A man charged in a grisly train station attack last week claims he did it because he believed the victim was a, quote, robot. This took place at 2 a.m. Officers responded to the Cleveland station where witnesses reported an attack and a lot of blood on the scene. The officers found 25-year-old Corinne Daniels Kramer still on top of a victim. The victim is a 78-year-old man from Hillsborough. They pulled him off the victim. According to the police, the suspect, quote, had chewed off the victim's ear and part of his face. The injury was so severe that responders could see the victim's skull. That's the quote. They could see the victim's skull. How gruesome. You have to wonder what sort of substances the suspect was on. It Reminds me of that Florida case where the man on bath salts chewed someone's face off. Um, I assume it's something similar to that. There are drugs out there that make you chew someone's face. It's very strange. It says here the victim was taken to a hospital for treatment. Current condition not known. I hope he recovers from this. He's 78 years old. If uh, he's been chewed to the skull, this, this might not end very well. In a subsequent interview with the police, Kramer told the investigators he believed the victim was, quote, a robot who was trying to murder him because of the victim's scent. <laughs> wow. Now, it doesn't indicate what the victim smelled like, what sort of cologne the victim was wearing. Uh, these details, no doubt, will be trickled out over the next few days. I'll, I'll circle back and get an update on that. I'm sure you're curious. And what sort of robot did he think the victim was as well? Does not say. One of the Jetsons robots, like uh, that maid, or uh, more like a Terminator. I, I assume it's going to be more like the Terminator robot. Kramer told the investigators he spit out the victim's flesh, thanking, actually thanking the arriving police for saving his life by separating him from the robot that was trying to kill him. I love that. Thanks for saving me. Meanwhile, you got the man's ear in your mouth. That makes a lot of sense. Hi. Kramer also told the police he was unemployed and was recently evicted from the residence where he had been living in Portland. Furthermore, police say Kramer admitted to consuming alcohol, cannabis, and fentanyl pills. Kramer also stated he did not have a phone number or an email address, according to the court documents. Kramer appeared in court on a second-degree assault charge, etc., etc. He was previously arrested twice in Georgia, but neither arrest resulted in a conviction at all. It wasn't immediately clear if Kramer had an attorney who could comment. <laughs> There are attorneys out there who will take cases like this. Oh, the guy that claims a robot was going to kill him so he bit the man's face off? I'll take that case. After all, I did uh, defend that man who tried to break into Space Force because the dragons and the aliens were about to do battle. So, uh... <laughs> the kinds of lawyers out there it just makes me laugh. Now, you know, I'm trying to end this story on a humorous note, but there's really nothing funny about a man biting someone to the skull. Um, and this is where we live in now. You could just be waiting for your train and someone bites off your skull. That just seems very strange. I highly recommend if you're taking public, public transportation in the United States to 
carry some sort of pepper spray or something on you. I I do it when I uh, travel on the subway in L.A. I haven't rode the subway in quite a long time, but when I did, I made sure that I had pepper spray on me. It's it's sad to say, but you have to do that if it's public transportation. You know, there are people out there who are going to think you're a robot, and they're going to think you're trying to kill them because you smell very good because you're wearing Ralph Lauren or still would like to know what he's wearing. Yay! Hey, everyone, and thank you once again for listening to this Weird AF News podcast episode. Please subscribe or like the podcast. Leave a review if you got a little time. If not, it's okay. I know you're very busy living your life. Yeah, man, you're just living your life, man, and good luck with it, that life of yours. Uh, If you want to support the show, because maybe, uh, unlike the rest of us, you're making all kinds of money at the... uh, beginning of this recession and uh, you know good for you kudos but it, it, you probably want to brag a little bit you know what i mean show it off show off your your ducats by supporting weird af news podcast the only podcast recorded five days a week inside a closet um, in order to do that you could go to weirdafnews.com right and over there you could buy jonesy a cup of coffee or join the patreon join the patreon like who would join the patreon i'll tell you like who would join the patreon ralph weber Ralph Weber just joined the Patreon like two days ago. Ralph would join the Patreon. Ralph knows what to do. Ralph's like, I'm going to support this guy in a closet. That's what I'm going to do. I like people in closets. I support them. They need help. <laughs> they, they need encouragement. They need to know that what they're doing is making a difference. Did, did you know you can make a difference in a closet? No, no one knew that. <laughs> now I know it. <laughs> uh, anyways, Ralph Weber, big shout out to Ralph for joining the Patreon. Ralph's a supporter. Ralph's a big-time supporter, wicked dedicated. Ralph, please enjoy the extra content that lies within the Patreon. There's a lot of crap in there, so just go digging around in there. You'll be amused, for sure. For the rest of you, you're like, what could be in that Patreon? What's it? Oh, yeah, you have to find out for yourself, guys. Download the Patreon app and do a search for Weird AF News to join, or go to weirdafnews.com, the website, or patreon.com, the website. All right, if you want to call the show because uh, you you have a gripe or you just want to give thanks and praise to me or the listeners, the number is 646-450-2012. I have an email, funnyjones at gmail.com. Drop me a link to a story that you come across if you think it's weird enough and appropriate for the show or just say hello to me. That's pretty cool too. All right, y'all, take care of yourselves. We'll see you tomorrow. <laughs>